Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Jesse Duplantis is here. And I'm Kathy Duplantis How here. How you doing there, Kathy? I'm great. <laughs> you doing good? Yeah, we just celebrated our anniversary. Yeah, we had a wonderful time. Kathy took me out to lunch. <laughs> And I took her to Louis Vuitton. <laughs> so, I, she, we had a wonderful time. A great time. It was a blessing of right the Lord. Right here in our own hometown. We didn't have time yeah. to travel, didn't feel led to travel because we have such a busy summer. Yeah, we just I, came back from the UK, lots of traveling. So I said, let's just have a staycation. Actually, it was just one day. Yeah, it was a blessing. And I hadn't bought her anything. I said, well, let's go with that Louis Vuitton. She saw a purse she liked. And man, I guess the anointing. I know it makes you feel good to do it. So I did it for you. The came on me. Yeah, she said, you want me to have it? And I said, yeah. I, I said, call that. Joe to see if she wants one too. So and she went, Dad, are you serious? I said, yeah, get the one you want. And then Kathy, while I was looking at something else, she called Meredith, our granddaughter. She said, do you want one too? So I wound up buying three purses that day or yesterday, whatever it was. And it was just such a blessing of the <laughs> Lord. It was fun. It was great. I made memories. Hallelujah. Yeah. And I'm really going to memorize it when that, when, that, when that credit card charge comes <laughs> in. Praise God. You'll but relive all. it all over again, but with a smile. It was a, it was a blessing of the Lord. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to go to my favorite or one of my favorite chapters in fact if you look at it I wear it it's all stained and I keep my Bible marker and every Bible I got on this chapter go with me to the book of Mark chapter 4 mm -hmm. and I want to read this verse and I've talked about this verse maybe not on the board I just mentioned it but Jesus is talking today about the soil soil of the word and we're going to different types of soil, the different things that stop the harvest from coming, five different things right, and all kinds right. of stuff. But there's a verse, and I believe it's verse 13. And he said, he said unto them, know you not this parable. How then will you know all parables? In other words, if you just don't get this, you're not going to get anything at all. Spiritually, physically, financially, you've got to understand this. Mm -hmm. And I mean, not just in your intellectual mind or in activity or range in research, induction and reason. No, no. You have to understand this in your spirit. Right. You see, if you don't get this, yeah. you're not going to get anything else. Yeah, the Amplified says, if, if you do, and he said unto them, do you not discern mm -hmm. and understand this right. parable? How then is it possible for you to discern and understand all the parables? So this is the ground zero, oh, basically, ground zero. for understanding everything. Do you have that in the Passion Translation? Uh, I do. I, I want to read that in the passion, and then I'm going to go into what I want to talk about today. If, that, if, you, if you can do it. Well, I tell 13. you, what, that iPad works fast, doesn't it? Yeah. It says, then he said it to them, if you don't understand this parable, how will you understand any parable? That's basically it's the same. It's basically the same thing as the King James. Mm -hmm. Now, what Jesus is dealing with sowing and reaping here. Now, I want to go to verse 23. It's a very small verse. He says, if any man have ears to hear, let him hear. Hearing is vitally important because that's how faith comes. Right. That's also how fear comes. It depends on what you hear determines your future in life, mm -hmm. whether it's physical, spiritual, or financial. Let me read that verse again. If any man have ears to hear, let him hear. Then he says in verse 24, and he said unto them, take heed what you hear. In other words, be careful what you allow to go in your ear, because what will go in your ear will come into your soul and go into your soul and come out of your mouth. Wow. You see what I'm saying? That's a channel there that's happening. He said, and I want to read verse 24. He said unto them, take heed what you hear with what measure you meet. In other words, what you do, it shall be measured to you. And unto you that hear shall more be given. In other words, if you use your ears by faith, God said, I'll give you more if you keep the channel correct. That's right. See, 
That's what he's trying to say. And, and the Passion Translation yeah, go ahead, is so good on that same verse because we're still there. It says, and he said unto them, verse 24, be diligent to understand the meaning behind everything you hear. Amen. For as you do, more understanding will be given to you. And according to the depth of your longing to understand, much more will be added to you. Now, you see, that's what I'm talking about. See, when I begin to hear bad news, I just take it off. That's what a clicker's for. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but you know what's going on in the world. No, I can change what's going on in the world with my faith. We have a little five-minute segment called Faith the Facts. We don't fear the facts. We don't face the facts. We faith the facts. Because when you faith the fact, it'll change it to what you believe in for, spiritually, physically, or financially. Yes. But take heed what you hear. Because some people will just tell you, if you heard what I just said, oh, I don't believe that. That's their problem. See, their channel does not go to their spirit. The channel goes to an unrenewed soul. Right. And that's what verse 25 says in the Passion Translation. Mm -hmm. It says, for those who listen with open hearts will receive more revelation. Oh, man. But those who don't listen with open hearts will lose what little they think they have. Yeah. Isn't that That's powerful? amazing. So in other words, it's amazing. The reason why so many people are lacking today, because they're hearing the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. And then it goes back to that so or so is the word. Basically, the word is a seed Jesus mm-hmm. taught them. It was his example. And the word comes to you in seed form. And if you receive that with revel- with an open heart, Amen. then God says he's able to give you more understanding about that thing. You know, so many people, when you tell them a truth from the word of God that you've learned, a no sale sign goes up. They don't mm-hmm. want to even hear anymore. And so therefore, they can't understand what you're even talking about. But if you really want to understand the ways of God, then be open to what his word says. If you see it in one part of the Bible, go ahead and search it out. There's more the things that God will, yeah. revelation God wants to give to you of the full understanding of his promises. And they belong to the, it's like a treasure. You know, you want a treasure map, you get a treasure map and there's the X marks the spot where the right. treasure is. There's a journey to get together. There's circumstances that come in the uh-huh. way. You go beyond that and you be determined to get to the spot where that treasure is. But that's the way it is with the Word of God. God has hidden nuggets of of treasure and jewels of His Word basically for us. And if we're diligent to search them out, we're going to be able to understand more and be able to not just understand it, but see the results of what we're believing for come to pass. Well, you know, people say X never marks a spot. Yes, it does. It does. It does, my Lord. It does all the time. Now, I'm talking, I want to talk today about guarding your ears. Mm. Guarding what you hear. Because usually what you hear, you will say. See? And once you say it, then you own it. Mm. First, when you hear it, it goes into the spiritual aspect of who you are, your spirit, your soul, and your body. The minute you say it, it becomes living reality, whether it's good or whether it's bad. It doesn't make any difference. And I want to read that again. And it says, take heed what you hear. With what measure you meet, it shall be measured unto you. And unto you that hear shall more be given. For he, verse 25, for he that hath them shall be given, and he that hath not from him shall be taken even that which he hath. Verse 26, and he said, so is the kingdom of God as if a man should cast seed into the ground. So God is seed orientated, Kathy. Right. Spiritual, physical, financial. Mm -hmm. The, The world population started with seed. Right. Seed, you see, and out of seed came mankind, woman, you know, the harvest. Right. Uh, if you want a blessing and you in your giving, don't believe this junk. Give and don't expect nothing in return. That's totally, completely opposite of what God says, because that's the law of Genesis. As long as the earth remain and it's remaining, seed time, harvest time, seed time. Whatever you gonna put in that ground, 
It's going to come up, whether it's good or whether it's bad. That's why you need to learn to guard your ears, especially when it comes to, quote, religion, hmm. church things. I mean, it's amazing how a church sometimes can get you off the driven path and get you into hell, but you don't even realize what's happening. Well, you know, you know God, his, God put that sickness on you to teach you something. Where did he get it? Mm-hmm. There's no sickness stored anywhere in heaven. Yeah, no, Jesse, that is bad, what I call bad seed. Yeah. And there are people who have bad seeds that they're throwing out there, spewing. Sometimes it's from a pulpit. And yeah, you it's hear, terrible. if you hear a bad seed, don't let it take root in your heart. Rip that thing out. Amen. If it's not what the Word of God is saying, then reject it. We can't go by what men, what, what tradition has said, or about even religious teachings have That's said, right. or even our own. Uh, personal examples, right. what we've seen in the past. We have to have our life founded upon the truth of God's word. That's right. So, now you see, that's what I said. Where does God get all this bad stuff that He says He does, that the world says He does, or the church says? Yeah, He where did. He, where did He get that cancer? Where did He get that crippling arthritis? You know, you see people's fingers. What He. He doesn't have that. Jesus couldn't go to funerals. He messed them up. I mean, death wouldn't even get around Jesus because he would cast it out. He had so much life. Everywhere right. he went, life, people and healed, restored. Why was he so powerful? Well, he was God. Yes, but he came as the son of man. He right. emptied himself. You know why he was so powerful? Not because he was God manifested in the flesh. He said, I only say what my father says. Right. And I only do what my father says to do. That, now, if that's not guarding your ears, right, right. I don't know what is. Uh-huh. See, guarding your ears. So I, some people get really angry. You know, we used to, Kathy, sometimes if I said something to her she didn't like, she'd say, talk to the hand. Mm-hmm. How you do that? You'd say, talk, talk to the, the hand. Talk to the hand. I say, call waiting. It's call waiting. Stereo. I try to bring it up. Stereo. Talk to the hand. Call <laughs> you know, all kind, and that's so true. So I made up my mind that I would hear what the word of God said. And I don't, I mean, I can see it happening sometimes. We get into conversations that we should not hear, mm-hmm. so I just block it off. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean that to be rude in any way, shape, or form, but I made up my mind that this Mark chapter 4 is going to work because the sower soweth the word, spiritually, physically, and financially. Now, I believe in the 30, the 60, the 100 fold return, whether it's spiritual, physical, or financial, get it all. Why can't you have 100 fold health? Why do you have to get sick? Why do you have to even die sick? Why can't you give up the ghost like Jesus said? Father, into your hands, I commit my spirit. He we said, well, you can't do that. Only God can do that. Jesus said, be you there for imitators of God as dear children. That's Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1. So, my Lord, why can't we? If you want to go to heaven, that's fine, but you don't have to go sick. Now, if you got sick and died, you still go to heaven. That's not the issue. But, I mean, I'm saying is, why do you have to? Because people have, um, I call it Christian propaganda. Mm-hmm. You see, and, and, and they keep sowing that, and you keep hearing it, and faith takes over. Watch well, it. Faith actually encircles your fear and keeps it inside of you because you think, well, the man is not going to tell me wrong. Well, he may not know he's saying it wrong. Right. Well, he the, may the be de- preaching out of his experience instead right. of well, what the Word says. Exactly. The, the definition of faith that I like is it's acting on, faith is acting on what you believe. Amen. And you, and you could believe the wrong thing. You can have a bad seed that right. has been... You've heard a bad seed. You let it get in your heart. It took root, and that bad seed has taken root. But you can reject that and pull it up with the Word of God. But, you know, we have to remember that you, and and the reason they're receiving the wrong thing is because they're acting on what they believe, and they believe the wrong thing. We need to believe what the Word of God has said. Actually, Kathy, you you stopped death in my life, and I didn't even realize it because, you know, and and explain that statement, how Kathy shut it down. on my mother's side, cancer and diabetes in the family, bad. Most of them died of cancer and diabetes. On my father's side, heart trouble. 
Mm -hmm. uh, my brother, who's now in heaven, had a major heart attack at 37, was totally disabled. My youngest brother was, uh, had his first major terrible heart attack at 34. Right, right. He was totally disabled. Right. So they used to tell me, because I work a lot, well, now, Jesse, buddy, yeah, you got the bad genes, you know, whatever you call it, and all that kind of stuff. I said, no, I got Levi genes, you know, <laughs> the bad genes, or whatever, and all that kind of, But I mean, one time, they were saying that to me, and Kathy said, y'all stop that. Right, you say right. That? It was a bad seed, and I recognize it as that. And because, you know, you heard it one time, and then you'd hear it again. And they said it almost every time we came together it's when true. they talk about some difficulty, maybe a past family member had. Right. And they would, they would point and at we you don't and say, that. yeah. that's going to happen to you too. And you say, well, I'm different. My lifestyle is different. You try to justify it based on things in the natural that you were doing. I'm eating better than you are because they had a mm -hmm. history of eating the wrong things. And they exercising. never worked out. You worked out every day. I even did So it you would say that. Yeah, I'm so glad you did. I need it. Yeah, you know when Kathy told me today, I come walking in with my gym shorts on, going to the thing, she goes, you know, I ought to do this with you. She didn't hear that. No, I said it. So she stayed, stayed there and drank her coffee. No, I said it. She, and then you, you exercise your bicep like well, this. what did you say? I said, nah, you don't need yeah, to. I said, nah, you See, don't you need to. So you should have planted better seeds. And you said, yeah, woman, you should have said, woman, get up. Get up with me and do it. Get Maybe that up. would help. Get You're always telling me I don't need to. But anyway. And she believes you. <laughs> so you stopped them. And after a while, they wouldn't say that. They say, man, don't say that to Jesse around. Kathy, Kathy, eat your lunch. And you know, I mean. Well, we were working uh, on something. Yeah. You know, and they had a whole family history to cancel out, basically. Yeah. We had and to still plant, cancel We had to continually plant good seeds, water it with more, with the word of God, so that it would so continue to now grow. I say and my, our belief in your, in your victory rather yeah. than your defeat is what right. we were and doing. And now in my morning devotion, I say, you know, with long life will he satisfy me. That's and right. show me his salvation. The word salvation in his purest form means soundness. Yeah, and that whole truth started as a seed. It started as a seed. Kept watering it, kept, and mm -hmm. you watered by hearing more of the word of God, saying it, speaking it out, expecting it, praying and believing for it. And after a while, it starts growing into a plant. Then it's a big old tree, so big a tree that other people can get underneath those branches, which and it also talks about in this, in, this script, in this same chapter. You know, come into your branches and get out of the heat of the day and hear good seed. And then good trees drop good seed. Amen. Because we have a big, beautiful oak tree in, a, in the area where we live, right by where the street where you turn into our, uh, our subdivision area. And it's a massive oak that's yeah, probably 400 huge. years old. Yeah. And, and it spews off these great acorns. And we say that, I think it's been said that all the great oaks in that area came from that tree. Yeah, it's And it, it has, there's trees all over the place that I'm are just you, as, not quite as big, but just they, the branches are bigger than most trees. Right. So it produced like kind. Of it what produced it other oak trees. And well, that's what faith does. It produces faith. It'll, it, it, it's faith in our heart when it grows and we keep speaking and then declaring it to you on these chats and all the different programs that we produce here at the ministry. It's producing faith in so many other people. And we get testimonies all the time. From and people. that oak tree, how many hurricanes did that thing go through? You know, it, it has Ooh, gone it's through been many. Many are beat up, but and buddy. It, it gets beat up. The tops get knocked off, but there it is. Yeah, it's it grows in. right back on up. Still there. And I mean, it's just amazing. So that in itself, just looking at that beautiful tree, you go, son, that tree decided to live as long as it wants to. That's right. Well, I decided to live as long as I want to. Yeah. I found a scripture in Luke chapter 6, verse 3, that the, the lifespan of a man or a person is 120 years. No, Genesis, not Luke. I I'm sorry, Luke. I said Genesis chapter 6, verse 3. I thought I said that. You said Luke, I think. Well, maybe, did I? Well, maybe. let's go That's to Luke and see what's in Luke. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Maybe God's speaking. Let me go to Luke. There, go to Luke. Luke. You know, Genesis chapter 6, verse 3. The lifespan of a man is 120 years. And that's what I'm believing for. But actually, 
I'm believing for something better than that. I prayed today. I said, you know, Lord, there was a generation saw you go up. And that's going to be a generation see you come down. I want to be that generation to see him come down. Not that I'm afraid to die. I just want to see that. That's amazing to me to be able to see that. See Jesus coming in a cloud. All of a sudden, gravity loses its hold on me, on everything around me. Yeah. Mm, and I just go on up to meet him in the cloud. Forever. And I've flown through a lot of clouds. And they're bumpy. But to be able to stand on one must be pretty nice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and gravity I, has no hold on you. And you know, now, that's a... Let that get inside that's you. That's a seed. Maybe some of you have heard I'm about the rapture for the very first time. What is that? Well, that's the truth from God's word. And the more you search it out, okay. the more you'll see it everywhere. You. Suppose somebody says that rapture stuff is heresy. What do you say? Well, the word rapture is not in the word, but it talks about a catching away. And we have that's used that means. term rapture. Yeah. Well, I believe it's true. The Word of yeah. God says it. He said, and, and Paul, the Apostle Paul said, comfort yourself with these words. Right. And the very first New Testament book that was written was the book of Thessalonians. And he wrote to them about that because there was, he wanted to give them hope that what their future was. Right. You know, and the Not rapture only of the was church was, is a reality. A seed, it produced a harvest called 2 Thessalonians. <laughs> Think about it. First Timothy produced the harvest of Second, second Timothy. First Peter produced the harvest of Second Peter. Think about mm -hmm, that. That's right. I mean, that's the blessing of the Lord. See, this is not all just and by John accident. had two and three. Yes, right. John had, he had three harvests. Yeah. John one, John two, and John three. Right. Now watch this. It, I like how he says this. So is the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is a method. Mm -hmm. The kingdom of heaven is a place. You've heard me say that before. So when you hear God talking about the kingdom of God, He's talking about a method. I'd like you to turn to Matthew chapter 6, verse 33 in the Amplified. And I want you to read that. Let me show you the method. Instead of just saying, so is the kingdom of God. And it's in parentheses, I believe in the... Um, Amplified. Uh, in the Amplified, yes. It says, but seek, aim at, strive after, first of all, his kingdom and his righteousness, his way of being right, of doing and being right. That's right. Then all these things taken together were right. given you So the besides. kingdom of God is God's way of doing and being, being right. 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 Not some of the time. The way he operates. All the time, how God operates, you see. So when you begin to hear these things, well, you know, cancer is in my family. Say, so, well, it's not in me. Now, they're going to think you arrogant. They're going to think you cocky. No, you're just standing on the word. That with long life would he satisfy me and show me my salvation. That he took my infirmity and he bore my sickness and by his stripes I am healed. And I am not going to receive what the world says I should receive. Good. That's good. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to guard my ears. And when I guard my ears, I guard my spirit, I guard my soul, and I guard my body. But now if you say, take heed what you hear, you start listening to that stuff, you're going to affect your spirit, you're going to have bad stuff, you're going to affect your soul, you're going to affect your body. And let me give you a prime example. You get up and you go to work. Okay, or maybe you're just going somewhere. And people walk up to you and say, are you okay? And you go, what? You're feeling like a million bucks. You don't look too good. You look all right? You go, oh, that bothers you. You begin to think of it. Immediately it begins to cause a reaction in your soul which is your mind, will, and emotion. Well, you know, your body starts going, yeah, I don't feel too good today. Because, you see, you listen to something you should not have listened. Yeah, they call it the power of suggestion. Yeah. yeah it's in the psychology. And then a suggestion may turn into a living reality. Hmm. See, but I made up my mind that I'm going to do what God said. I'm going to walk in the kingdom of God, God's way of doing and being right. right in every area of my life. And you keep reading this. Now, I hear a lot of people say this all the time. Brother Jesse... 
I sold a seed and it, 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 it didn't come back yet because you're trying to make it work. All you do is sow the seed and walk away. You let God harvest the seed. You right. let God water the seed. Look what it says in Matthew, uh, uh, excuse me, Mark chapter 4. Watch it. And he says, so is the kingdom of God as if a man should cast seed into the ground. So Which verse are you on? That is 26, uh, Mark 4. As if a man should cast seed into the ground. So it's talking about sowing and reaping. And should sleep and rise night and day, and the seed should spring and grow up. He knoweth not how. In other words, you're not going to, how does it grow? I don't know. That, your job is to sow the seed and to keep your soil fertile. Watch this. For the earth bringeth forth fruit of herself, verse 28, uh, first then the blade, then the ear, after that the full corn in the ear. But when the fruit is brought forth, immediately he putteth in the sickle because the harvest has come. So now when you harvest it, immediately you should harvest it. Now if you go back into Mark chapter 4, you'll say that Satan immediately came in verse, I think it's verse 15, and there are they that by the wayside when the word is sown, but when they have heard, why well, is it they heard something wrong? Satan cometh immediately and taketh away the word that was sown in their well, hearts. Even if they, I think there's referring to the, hear, the word here that they hear that is good. Right. Satan uh, comes to take away that good yes, seed. Yes, that's right. And He's plant do bad seed. That's right. See, he is a thief. He comes to steal. He's going to steal from you first. First. The next thing he'll do is going to kill you. Steal, kill, destroy. He can't destroy. kill you until he steals the word That's from correct. you, That's correct. See, see, because that's life. I, I, I'll give you a prime example. I had a good friend of mine, um, and uh, I mean, we, they've really become very close to us, and I, I don't think they'll mind me saying their name, Greg and Carrie Peace. Well, Greg was diagnosed with throat cancer. Pretty bad, bad, real bad. So I didn't know Greg at that time, just kind of saw him from afar off. Pastor of the church then, uh, he called me in my office. He said, I have a couple here they'd like for you to pray for uh, her husband. I said, okay, can you come over? So we went over. So when I walked in and I, and I looked at him and I said, what's your problem? And he said, we have throat cancer and it looks pretty bad. Now what I said sounded a little harsh at first. I said, well, I need to know something about you. So they thought like, what? I said, do you want to live or do you want to die? Mm -hmm. Now, Listen, we're not playing with the flu here. We're not playing with a little cold. We're playing with cancer. Cancer's a killer. Yeah, you weren't beating around the bush. You uh -uh. picked up a two-by-four and you whacked. I said, do right you want to live between the eyes or do you want to die? He call. looked at me just as strong as I was looking he at him. Did. He said, I want to live. I said, that's, your, not, that's more than confession. That's, that's life-giving reality. Right. We prayed, yes. laid hands on him in the <laughs> name of Jesus. What was you doing? The kingdom of God. Business. God's way of doing and be right, right, reversing cancer cells back into healthy cells. Now watch this. Totally healed the cancer. This has been years ago. The doctor that worked on his case told him, when they found out they had no cancer, he said, tell you the truth, Greg, we just thought for sure you were going to die. When do you think you were going to make it? Mm -hmm. So the doctor, they were having, I believe, some kind of like a medical convention or something. They asked Greg, who is with the patient, would you come and speak about your miracle? Right. So he had the opportunity to speak the word of the living God. <clears throat> what he did is what I did. First, I, I used the kingdom of God, God's way of doing and being right. Then Greg went to the medical convention thing, and he used God's kingdom method right. of doing and being right, and it ministered greatly to And years to ago, I, we, we even shared his story. I remember interviewing mm -hmm. him on a program, and we shared that Well, story. such a blessing of the Lord. You see, now... If he'd have died, he'd have went to heaven. We know that. But he didn't want to die. 
And death and life is in the power of the one. What? What is the power? The tongue. The tongue. See, so it's what you say. Why? Because your tongue can speak evil or it can speak blessing. That's why. And you don't hear nothing until you speak. See? Now, there's all kinds of ways of speaking. People that are deaf. They, what do they call that? Sign language. That's still speaking, see? That can get inside of you. So I refuse. And I know some people think that's kind of harsh. I just refuse to receive anything that doesn't, that doesn't, that doesn't line up with the Word of God in my life. Amen. I don't care if it's... I don't care what it is. I don't deny all the inflation costs and all different things. So I just made up my mind. People said, well, what are you, what are you going to do? I had people think, say that. Oh, my God, but I just said, I said, well, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to give everybody a 10% raise. Because you see, they said inflation raised at 8.3. I said, I can do better than that. Right. And I, so I called in the staff and gave them a, a, a 10% raise. Not bragging on that. Why? The Lord said, you want to get rid of inflation? Sow a seed. <clears throat> right. Sow a seed, get a harvest. Glory to God. See, some of you need to sow seed. Now, you say, you're saying that just to give. No, you don't want to give, don't give. But there's many ways you can give to this man. The anointing of increase is on me. You go ask anybody. I don't care who they are. Even the sinner, they'll tell you, that man, is, there's something about that guy. He is blessed. He's blessed. Why? I have the anointing of increase in my life. Mm -hmm. Spiritual, physical, financial, especially financial. It's a, I have never had a financial deficit. I've been preaching for 46 years and never had a financial deficit. When I started out to preach it, I always heard you had to borrow money till I read a scripture. Oh, no man, anything but the love of him. I went, wow. Does that mean what it says? It says what it means. See, I begin to hear the right thing. I said, then we're going to be debt free. And we've been debt free since 1982, me and Kathy. What a blessing of the Lord Jesus Christ that is. So some of you are having financial trouble. So is he. So is he. People say, I don't want to do that. Then don't. Mm -hmm. Then don't. Look, there are partners to my mission. I want to thank all the partners who support this ministry. And I don't force them to give. I don't browbeat them to try to get this. I don't say that if I don't hear you today, we're not going to make it. And all that kind of craziness. No. See, I guard my ears against all that junk. I just made up my mind that my seed will produce some 30, some 60, some 100 full because it's in good soil. Amen. So you want to give? You can if you want to. JDM.org. That's the website. Mm -hmm. You can use that. Or you can go PayPal if you want to use that. Or text again. Or you can just mail in your donation if you want to. None of it goes to me. Can I just be flat, sound arrogant and cocky? I don't need it. I, me and Kathy are taken care of. When I went out to, to, to bless her for our 52 years of marriage, I walked in that Louis Vuitton, and evidently that woman who waited on us had heard a lot about me. She said, oh, Reverend, how you doing? I said, I'm doing fine. What can we do for you today? And she started talking about some of my spiritual sons and daughters that they came, and, and, and they, they blessed that store. And I looked at Kathy, and she was looking around. I said, well... What do you want, Kathy? I didn't say what you need. I said, what do you want? Oh, I don't know. I said, well, look around. And, 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 and then it just, I mean, I just, so, I was just in a great giving mood, blessing mood, just enjoying myself. We had really a nice lunch and uh, uh, took a day off. Can you believe it? Hallelujah for, for the 52 uh, wedding <laughs> anniversary. And then I said, maybe my daughter may want one of these. So I just had you call Jody. And Jody said, oh, dad, that's my most favorite purse. Oh, Dad, that thing's expensive. I said, I ain't asking you to pay for it. I'm just asking, do you want it? Yeah, but it's your, it's your anniversary. <laughs> Jody, do you want it? Uh, I love that. Dad, I feel so bad. Don't feel bad. I ain't moved by what you feel. Do you want it? Yeah, I said, wrap it up. Now, Kathy, she said, I know Kathy. She said, well, we ain't going to get something for Jody without getting something for Meredith. That's the granddaughter. You see what I'm saying? 
I didn't know. I come walking back, and Kathy says, look at this little purse. I said, oh, this is nice. She said, I think Meredith would like that. So, Kathy, I don't think you, you put it on your phone. She said, Meredith, do you like that? Oh, yes. So they got one, too. Kathy said, but you didn't have anything. Yeah, you, I, I want to buy it. I said, Kathy, what I did was greater than receiving. I sold three seeds. <laughs> so I got three harvests coming. Jesus, help me, Lord. Hallelujah. See, I know how this stuff works. It's the kingdom of God. It's God's way of doing and being right. Right, and I have another verse for you. You know, the same verse in Luke chapter 12 that you're talking about seeking God. Luke chapter 12, verse 31 says, but rather seek, this is the King James, but rather seek ye the kingdom of God and all these things shall be added unto you. But the next verse says, fear not, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure Ooh. to give you the kingdom. So God, it's, and just like it was your good pleasure, that's an illustration of how God is to be a blessing. God's way and of I, doing I being love right. being a blessing. So I love being a blessing to my daughter, my granddaughter, when I was getting blessed. God, we serve a wonderful father, wonderful Savior, who loves, it's his good pleasure to give you the kingdom. That's why he says, seek, don't seek after things, mm -hmm. but seek after him. Right. And when you seek after him, the result of that is the things that, that you desire come to you. Right. Well, you know, when you went into the store, you wouldn't, uh, trying to go get something. In fact, you said, I have everything. I really I... didn't no. want a thing or need a thing, no. but I knew it would bless you to be able to give. <laughs> Kathy, so I was oh, trying to find something to give to you, but you just wouldn't. If something's expensive, Kathy goes, oh, 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 that's just too much. Do you want me to have it? I, I said, oh, yeah, that's what I live for. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> but I really wanted you to have something, too, but you see, you didn't step up to the plate. That's not my fault. Well, I don't carry I, purses, we have to. Kathy. I don't carry well, and there's, Louis there's Vuitton, a few other things purses and There's a few other things for men in there, but you, I understand. That's still a problem. I still have a list that I'm working on. Okay, praise the Lord. May so, not be on the day, but you'll get Yeah, it just works. See, this is this kingdom way of print. This is why Mark chapter 4 <clears throat> is so vitally important. And it, it, the, the, Mark chapter 4, there's five things to steal this word from you. It's right there. It, it, it starts off <clears throat> when, you, when the word doesn't have any root, that's verse 17. When affliction or persecution arise for the word's sake, that's number two. Number 19, the cares of the world. Number three, number four, the deceitfulness of riches. Number five, the lust of other things enter in to choke the word and becomes unfruitful. I mean, there's such revelation in Mark chapter four. It'll take you through your life, through your children's life, through your children's children's life. Right, it starts it at the beginning. It starts exposing all the different oh, yes. ways that oh, yes. Satan will use, the things that can happen to try to rob that seed out of your heart. So if you already yeah. know the devil's tactics, I mean, you, you, you could, that's half oh, yeah. the, more than half the victory right there. You know why we're doing this uh, boardroom chat on this today? It's because God wants you to have a harvest. God wants you to be blessed. Mm -hmm. I can't say that enough. And quit thinking just financially. That, that too, but spiritually and physically. He wants to wash your sin away. He don't want it to be ever remembered against you anymore. He don't care how bad you are. He'll wash it never to be remembered against you. He will not remember it. He will strike it from his mind. It will strike it from history in his mind. That's what he wants to do for you. Mm -hmm. He don't want you walking around or being in a wheelchair all your life. He wants you to walk and run like anyone else, the way he created man to walk and run. Amen. You know, but it's amazing how the church will say, well, you know, God sent that to teach you something. Yes, you can learn something through that, but why would you want to use that method? Mm -hmm. That's not a good method. In any way, shape, or we have another friend of ours. He was so, so wonderful. Look what people, if you don't think they guarded their ears, they told this couple not to have this baby 
because they said you need to abort this baby because this baby will have uh, this crippling thing. Spina bifida. Spina bifida. But they said, no, no, that's our baby. We'll deal with the spina bifida if it comes. And you know what? When the baby was born, had spina bifida, pretty good medical people. They said she'd never walk. They say she would never do this. She made a living fool out of every one of them doctors. She walks. I mean, she just graduated from high school and ready to go to college. You can't do this. You can't do that. A joy to her parents. A joy to her parents. A and joy her to us. And her sisters. Yeah. And her sister. It's such a blessing of the Lord. You know why? Because the parents guarded their ears. That's so Take good. heed what you hear. That's right. Now, okay, let's say you heard something bad and it happened. Now, what do we do with that? We change that. Right. How do you change if you hear something bad by what you say that is good? Right, right. You say, not say now I'm going to say unto this mountain, be thou removed. Right. Be thou cast into the sea. Got to tell it where to go. Believe those things which you say mm-hmm. shall come to pass. That's, more That's how you change when you heard something wrong. That's right. You change it by what you say. Right. Mark 11, 22. 22, 23, 24. Because 24, it says, have faith in God. In God. That's this is it. how God's faith operates. This mm. is how the faith of, faith of God works. Now, you know, I've had, I've had people tell me this, Kathy. Well, how can you say that God's way of doing the kingdom of God is uh, about sowing and reaping? Mark chapter 4, verse 30. Whereunto shall we liken the kingdom of God, God's way of doing and being right? Or what, with what comparison shall we compare it? It's like a grain of mustard seed, which when it is sown, there it is. It has to be sown. Man, we got people behind the camera. George, that's been in the Bible 2,000 years. When are people going to believe that? I believe it. When are you going to believe? Oh, I can hear the Holy Ghost. Oh, that's going to make somebody mad. When are you going to believe that the anointing of increase is on me? When? I mean, I, I mean, if there's a flood going and God sent you a boat, Get in the boat. <laughs> Get in the boat. The boat is going to rise above the flood. It floats. You see what I'm saying? I really believe God has sent me to some of you people to help you spiritually, physically, and financially. How? To teach you to sow seed in the right place and believe for the right harvest. So that when bad times come, you just go above it. Mm-hmm. The Lord gave me a word for a person uh, at the church uh, Sunday when I was preaching. And I, I just kept it real. I said, don't worry about what's happening. Those will be bumpy waves in your life. You'll be a surf boy. You just surf over them. Right. And right. I saw today, I picked up Kathy's iPad and, and on YouTube, I think it's what, YouTube is what it's called. There was some guy, he surfed an 86-foot high wave. I would run from an 86-foot high wave. I would fly over 86. I mean, they showed the thing. Man, the guy looked like an ant. But he came down, and, and he how he survived. I don't know how he did it, but he knew what he was doing. What, was that intentional? Did he want to do that? <laughs> I don't know. You know, some of these servers, they go out to, is it in Hawaii? In Maui, there's a place called some, they have 50-foot waves out there. Really? There's a certain way, the way the land is configured. I'll never forget, we had a couple come with us. It was so wonderful. And then, Remember that beach? I, I told him, I said, now, this beach is really amazing. It's in Hawaii. It's, it's, on, it's on Oahu. It's around Honolulu. I can't think of the name of the beach. I don't know. Was anyway, it, to make a long is story it big short. Big Beach or some other be- Big Beach? No, was Big it? Beach is in Maui. Okay. This is in Honolulu. I told him, I said, the way these waves come in, they don't come in. You know how a wave goes and comes over? These don't. They come in, boom, and they just fall down. And like it's that. not every wave. It's a sequence of waves. Yeah, but it don't, so that, it don't so they just had, break over. They had time to set up all their 
their food. blanket, the food, the picnic. I told them, don't do it too don't close. Do it. So, but they did. And they, it came over, washed over Both. the whole blanket, the Kentucky food. Kentucky Fried them. Chicken flew out to the ocean. <laughs> Fish were eating lemon herbs and spices. It was an unforgettable experience. <laughs> they told me, they, you told us, I said, uh, why didn't you listen? <laughs> they lost their whole complete lunch. I mean, because this wave coming, it don't just break over. You see, it, it just comes, it's green, it, it boom. Sucked it out to sea. <laughs> I mean, I mean, just nailed them to the wall. It was, it was funny, but it really, it would not have happened. It's a beautiful place mm -hmm. to have a great little picnic, you know, but you have to guard yourself, <laughs> you see. And I was telling them what to do right, but they would not listen. So they lost their lunch that day, you know. We all laugh about it. And, you know, we had heard about it, but we yeah. didn't actually do that. So I didn't do it. You gave out the warning. But I went to the beach. I said, how can a you wave someone else. just come and not break over? Just fall, boom. And it's the way the curvature of the land and how it makes it happen. And sure enough, I'm standing there, and I see this thing coming. I said, it's going to break. It's going to, you know how it gets white. Bam. <laughs> just, it's, I mean, a wave of green water. Boom. Just, it almost knocked me down. I mean, it just, mm coming like that. And uh, so it was kind of funny, but it wouldn't have happened if they'd have listened. You can get out of debt if you listen. Mm -hmm. You're not just watching this by accident. Mm -hmm. I'm not just telling you to sow a seed. I'm telling you sow the seed. Sow it and watch what God will do. Listen, I don't take any of this. I don't need any of this, but I'll take a billion dollars for this ministry. That's why partners partner with us. They understand our vision. They understand that. But let me say it again. You don't want to, don't. Still keep watching the program. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, I, I want you to watch it, enjoy and grow to the fullness of the statue of Christ and watch God do a miracle. But I'm telling you, I can't say it enough. It's on me, baby. Right. I have a great testimony that reminds me of what you're saying here. It just was sent in recently. It says, it's Grateful Blessed is what's titled. It says, in 2015, the company we worked for laid everyone off three days before Christmas. Boy, that's sad. We kept believing, knowing it would be okay. Three months later, we had new jobs with double income and bought a new house. Ladies and See? gentlemen, I'm not just, you, I know what you're thinking. You mean if I sow a seed, I better buy a new house? I didn't say that. You said that. But I made up my mind that Mark 4 works, and I don't care how long it takes to work. It will come to pass. It's the law of Genesis. As long as the earth remains seed time, harvest time. So if you like to give, you want to be a part of that, jdm.org is our website. You can go to there, hit the donate button. You can use PayPal or you can text to give or you can mail in a donation, whatever you want to do. But let me say it again. We're not struggling financially. Look at me. Come in. Come in. We ain't hurting here. There ain't no hurt here at all. No, zero. Zero. And when we do it like this, zero. <laughs> you understand? No, we're not hurting at all. This anointing of anger. I told God, I said, you put this on me for a reason. I said, why? He said, because I trust you. I right. said, God, it's got to go to other people. Yeah. And he said, that's correct. It's really not about what we need. It's right. about what you need. We need the word of God. We Amen. need opportunities to sow. Amen. We can't pass up opportunities well, for good soil to sow because that's how God gets increased to us. That's the promises in the word you of know, God. You know, I remember I wanted to go on television, what, 30, 40 years ago. The first thing I thought, I said, how do I... Pay for television is very expensive. Still is today. Mm -hmm. How do I? How do I? How do I do this? And sure enough, I said, "Who is the most prosperous person at that time? Who is the most prosperous person I know that's on television? It was Kenneth Copeland Ministries." Right. So I sold the seed. We did. And guess what? More than one, right? Oh yeah. Guess what? I went on television and paid cash. Received the harvest for the whole year in, in advance. advance. Amen. You can say what you want. 
It just worked. Never thinking, it worked. Never thinking in my entire life that I would ever meet Kenneth Copeland or Gloria, wonderful people. We, we're, they are dear friends of ours. I've slept at their home many times. They've slept at my house. We, uh, we preach together, been preaching going on 32 years, yeah. like 31 to 32 years, something like that. It's just such a blessing. That's, and even he said that. Jesse got that anointing increase. Well, what right. happened was is we found good soil. That's right. That's so good. So true. You know, I learned that principle before I even really knew much about the Bible. You might not even know this. I've, I may have mentioned it once or twice to you. You don't, may not remember. But when I was born again first and you were not, I remember uh -huh. I would go to church. I didn't have a whole lot of money to give at those right. days because you, you held the purse, as they yeah. say. And I was a sinner. And I didn't, I anyway, but I remember going and being in church and uh, they received the offering and I remember you taking what I had and I gave it in the offering and my in my heart I said, and I didn't even understand the principle of sowing, no. uh, reaping, of light, precious, of the seed, of the same mm -hmm. type. I remember said, I'm going to give into this ministry because I know that they're going to be helping to spread the gospel to help someone else hear the word. I'm going to give so that Jesse can hear the word of God. I want him to be born again. I wasn't paying for your salvation. No. But in my heart, I was giving to help that pastor or that minister spread the word of God. And I was my, in my heart, I was saying, I'm going to receive a harvest of Jesse hearing the word of God. God. In whatever way God ends up doing that, well, of course, I would share the word of God with you. But Billy Graham eventually came on the television and I had been a partner with him as well. I remember giving him, sending us something. He sent me, probably was very little, but he sent me back a book that said, uh, how, women, how to Win Your Husband to Christ. And I remember reading that. Praise but the Lord. These and was, And these principles work because it, it doesn't matter about the amount. It matters about being obedient and hearing the, you know, uh, putting the word to work in your life. It's a seed principle it's a seed that song. brings a harvest when you put it to work. Oh, it's just, it's, it's, that's why I wanted to talk about this today, because there's hard times out there. You heard, uh, you heard the chief executive of J.P. Morgan Chase Bank. We got a, a hurricane, economic hurricane coming down. Well, you might miss the diamond. And, you know, you ought not be believing that because your last name is Diamond. <laughs> Diamonds are pretty, uh, you know, pretty well, that's expensive. The, that's Wait, I'm not being critical, hearing. Mr. Diamond. Don't misunderstand. No. I, I know you're going by what you see, but if you go by what you believe, according to the Word of God, we know how to shut down hurricanes. What do you mean? Wind shear, that's faith flying over it, knocking it out, and dry air. I don't care what kind of hurricane there. We live in hurricane country, you understand? This is New Orleans, Louisiana. You see, you get wind shear, you get dry air, it knocks that storm in the head, poke its eye out. It doesn't know what to do. It just shuts down. Why? Because it doesn't like that. See? And I mean, and, and, and it's amazing how many, and I want to explain that. I don't know how many hurricanes we prayed away, got rid of them, but I remember when Hurricane Katrina came, that was 2005. Man, I'm praying like crazy, and it just kept getting stronger and bigger. And I said, Lord, Why? And I start turning the television, everybody's saying, well, you know, I couldn't believe people would say, you know, we ain't had a big one in a long time. Look like we do one. No, we ain't do one. No, ain't nobody do a, a, a hurricane or a tornado or, you know, a, a, a northeastern or whatever you call those things that you get up in, on the East Coast. And I thought, well, so, so many people called it in. I said, I'm going to protect my area. Ladies and gentlemen, there was devastation all around our ministry. Nothing. Nothing. When Hurricane Ida, which was worse than Katrina because we were in the eye wall of that crazy thing, we had some damage, but nowhere near other people. The fire station is 
100 yards, if that much, from our ministry. Suck the brick off the wall. Just rip, take, take the brick off the wall. <clears throat> mm -mm. Nothing. No, couldn't, it could, we got brick on ours. Didn't touch our brick. We lost one or two little pieces of, um, uh, what do you call that, uh, um, metal stuff or whatever at the time. And it just bent over. Watch this. But it was so good, it didn't destroy it. God was so good. I don't know if the angel kept his hand over it that we didn't get the water damage we thought we should have get when you get a piece of that pulled off the top. It was just amazing how God has done that. And you ready for this? Right after Ida, that's last year, I had five contractors. They weren't looking for a job. They said, Brother Jesse, what can we do? We just want to be a blessing. Well, I was a blessing to them before. And, buddy, I mean, they've done real well, you know, fixing everything. They jumped on this stuff, and it just went to work. And you know what? We didn't even struggle hard with the insurance companies, like a lot of people. I've heard some horror stories. You know what I'm saying? Now, you've got to push them a little bit because they want to make money instead of uh, spend money, but that's all right. And God's word was so good and gracious. That's what I'm talking about today. Yeah, even we guarded when our ears. Even when devastation or hard times hit, there's always, God always has a recovery plan. In fact, we've been hearing a lot in the news lately. I know you, I'm sure you have as well about the food shortage that's on the horizon. You know, that's going to, that's going to, we need to start praying and believing now that there will, that we're going to have more abundance, more than we need enough to share uh, and never have a shortage of food. Yeah. Well, maybe all of us need a little faster. You remember there was a song <laughs> you, know? you used to sing, No Shortage? Because no, in the yeah. 80s, I think there was always a doom, shortage. Doom, on doom, 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 doom. It was a Christian song. You started singing. No, I think no. it was. Yeah, the Imperials. Was it? Ain't no shortage on God's love. Ain't no shortage. Uh, there's uh, a shortage on. Young, there's a shortage on corn. There's a shortage on wheat. There's a shortage on something. There's a shortage on meat. That was in the 80, early yeah, 80s. Yeah, that was the Imperials, man. Yeah. So there's nothing do, new. Do, do, the do, devil's do, still do, doing his own tricks. Do, 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 do. <laughs> it's coming do, back do, do, do. to you. Yeah, it's coming to me. It's coming to me. <laughs> I love there's the appearance. There's no shortage back there. on God's love. That Ain't it no says shortage on God's glory. Ain't no shortage on God's love. No shortage on anything when you're connected to heaven. And you know what? Today we have no shortage whatsoever at all. That's right. We don't have any shortage in our ministry. We don't have any shortage in our lives. No shortage not on bragging. peace. I know you think we're bragging. No, we're not. We're giving God glory. I want it to happen to you. Amen. Now, every time I speak stuff like that, well, let me just give you a, just a perfect example. Every time, every time that I've been given a big donation, maybe to a ministry or charitable organization, whatever, the next week my finances coming to my ministry were not as good. Devil trying to shut my down, saying this. Why say? I could hear it. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't speak it. It was like this. Hey, Jesse. He said, if you wouldn't have gave that money, well, you wouldn't have to be. I said, do I look worried? I said, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. And I gave a, I would give another big seed. Then here comes the tsunami of financial blessing. It has happened every time. Now he don't do that no more. He said, that ain't working. I learned something about Satan. After he gets beat up two or three times or something, he goes, we got to get a different method here, some kind of something, you know. And I really find, and I hate to say this, but I believe this is true, that a lot of times Satan has got to people because of what somebody would preach that was wrong. God would say, do this. They'd say, well, but we tried that and it didn't work. We're trying to get nothing done. Doing does. And, you know, in Mark chapter 4, it ends with a trial and a tribulation. And, you know, I'm going to do something we have never done 
since we started the boardroom chats. Kathy don't know what I'm saying. George behind the camera don't know what I'm saying. Chrissy in here. And uh, just everybody, just looking at me like, what are you going to do now? First thing, I want to finish this out right here with this verse. When to shall we liken the kingdom of God? And he tells you about this. What verse? And I want to go to verse 33 of Mark 4. I'm closing this one out right now. And with many such parables spake he the word unto them as they were able to hear it. Hear it. But verse 34 is phenomenal, Kathy. Mm -hmm. But without a parable spake he not unto them. And when they were alone, he expounded how many things? All things to his disciples. He gave them 100% answers to 100% of their problems. Now, did they hear it? Hmm. Now, next week, we're going to do a boardroom chat. We're going to find out if the disciples heard it. Mm-hmm. And you know, normally we tape these things. We're taping right now, so you will get it the next day. Is that correct, George? Am I right in that? And then we change clothes and stuff. We're going to part two of this right now. Okay. We're going to do a boardroom chat for, the for next week right now. Because right, this Kathy? is too good to stop. Listen, it's not that when we have the clothes, two. we're not going to get off the set and go change clothes. Nope. You know, because Kathy's two. smelling pretty good right now. She's doing all right. I had my bath. So we're going to go into part two. So y'all excuse me. I'm going to see you in five seconds. <laughs> we're going to give them time to cut this thing off. And then we're going to come right back here and we're going to start with part but two of this. But then they'll have to wait a week to hear it. You're going to have to wait a week to hear it. But I felt led of the Thursdays. Lord to do that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, we, and we'll show you something now. This great, ex- he expounded all things. You would think we got it. Mm-hmm. We got it. But did they get it? Okay. Mm-hmm. So till next week, five, four, Three, two, one. See you next week. God bless you. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye-bye.